Hey, sweetheart. Hi, Tom. How you doing? You right? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. Did I annoy you with my techiness? No, or? not at all. Okay, fair enough. Um, so oh, we've really got off to a good start there. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm actually See how excited. It feel, doesn't feel good, does it? I'm actually excited <laughs> and I'm very happy. Which, believe it or not, is actually the topic of today's discussion. We're going to be talking about happiness. Yeah. Tell us why you were interested in talking about this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I was so interested in this, but I just know that I am. Um, Obviously, because maybe because we're all on the quest to find happiness. Uh-huh. So I've done some digging um, and I feel like I've come across some quite interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to discuss with you. And I also thought it would be a great conversation because it's something that I feel like is on everybody's mind in some way, shape or form. Um, and yeah, I'd just like to hear your opinions on it and share notes and see if there's any common ground or where we differ and whatnot. And yeah, I just want to have a wholesale all angles conversation about happiness okay where do you want to start uh so let how about before we go into like the philosophies and stuff that we've found what does happiness mean to you or how would you define happiness well i was gonna say let's let's check out a definition of happiness what does actually mean because when i when i hear happiness i think of um, yeah no i want to know what you think of straight away no, no no i'm just thinking of the i always think of the united states as um declaration of independence they there's a light there's a line in there that says yeah something about the pursuit the life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yeah and then when you know i mean <laughs> i don't know why that makes me laugh <laughs> why does that make you laugh i'm just like they're not doing the best no 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 no, that's exactly what i don't want to like you know i don't know have some more high ground over an entire country um there's a lot there's like amazing i don't know it's not the country it's not the people's fault right but anyway um and then i just think of that and i think well that's not adding up because america if you think of who what what nation is the most individualistic materialistic it's it's the antithesis yeah that means we do have a a picture of what we think happiness is if we think that they are failing at that mission to (laughs) well i think there's just like that happiness i think maybe it's just the characterization of happiness as the american dream and you know that you can achieve anything and you can achieve the house with the white picket fence and all of that stuff it's like a very prescriptive yeah version of what may make one person happy but everyone else has to sort of fall in line with it yeah and i think everything that happens in america happens here right we're not we're not divorced from it so i i feel like that's that's sort of what we we come under pressure for is you know that we need to uh earn more money we need to i don't know acquire things and didn't you say that there was something about you need to earn a certain amount of money before to sort of feel a level of comfort oh, yeah, and I, I, relief, I was gonna... pressure and then after that point you don't the it's just surplus to requirement yeah so i was gonna go into that that's to do with the un's um world happiness index and one of the researchers that worked on that works on that because it's an annual report that comes out every year um one of the guys that works on that basically said that there's a certain point it's it depends you can't depends on the currency yeah depends on the currency depends on the context that you're in so some so for even even if it's america yeah um, there's gonna be state the urban rural yeah the threshold number is gonna mean different things in different parts of the country and the same here as well yeah um but he's basically saying once you go beyond that um monetary threshold there's basically very diminishing levels of return in terms of like how much happier 
additional sums of money will make you. Mm-hmm. So there, there is like a a cap essentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, yeah, I want I will get more into. I'll, I'll get into that a bit more later on. But yeah, I just want to know what your definition of happiness is. Well, I was just right going to look at. Amer- so no, what's yours? I, I don't know. I just feel. Well, I mean, without any, I don't know, clarification on it or justification, I feel like it's. I always uh, equate happiness to contentment. Yeah. So not. I don't I don't equate it to joy. Yeah. So I feel like joy is like a is a moment or a feeling of um of joy <laughs> of elation or um togetherness yeah. or I don't know f- like th- th- there's fun there's yeah. you know something in there whereas I feel like happiness is more of a um a level a level-headed uh, kind of Let's pack our bags and move to Denmark because you've essentially (laughs) defined the Danish (laughs) viewpoint of happiness. Have I? Yeah, so I was going to go again. I'm saving all of this. Wait, wait, what's your definition? No, no, tell me your definition. You put pressured me. I'm putting pressure on you. I feel like just because I've said that, I have to. I can't leave peeps in suspense like that. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll go back to it. But what's your definition? So, my definition of happiness. like I'm, I feel like I'm guilty, and I think it's part of the reason why I've had, to, why I want to have this conversation, is because I think growing up I always equated happiness with having things or having achieved certain mm-hmm. um, milestones in life. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's this line in the Fifty Cent song. I think it's in many. Why men. have you always got to bring bring out washed up rappers in our in our conversations? No. <laughs> like. It's bizarre. Anyway. No, anywho. So he says in the line, if I die today, I'll be happy. Didn't you quote Ja Rule like a few weeks no, ago? No, I've never quoted Ja Rule. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't rate me about Ja Rule. I've never quoted, you'll never catch me. <laughs> What's that song? What's love got to do? <laughs> You'd quote Ashanti. Ashanti, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with Ashanti. No, I like Ashanti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, there's nothing like, wrong with her. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anywho. Poor girl, you know, she did she did she did a lot and she doesn't get she much got, credit for it. Yeah, she got caught in the crossfire yeah. as well. Anywho, yeah. So fifty says, um uh what's it called? Um <laughs> sorry, you from me off. He says there's <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh anywho. So he has a line in the song Many Men where he says, If I die today, I'd be happy if my um how my learnt time um my, how my life turned out, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget growing up as a kid like I'd listen to that line and then I'd question myself Are you happy now? And I was like it, the answer more times than none was no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's because you were because again you were looking forward at like well if I achieve that first yeah exactly then I'll be happy. so I was always looking towards milestones or as you would say like fleeting moments and stuff mm-hmm. to define whether or not I'm happy or not. Um, but then obviously as I've grown up and stuff, I, I, I think it's moved more towards like trying to achieve a better life balance. Um, okay. But I still feel like um, I have, I feel like I've got the understanding of it on a theoretical level, but it hasn't quite seeped into my heart just yet because I feel like if I wanted to be happy, I can be happy. And that's not to say that I'm not happy by the way. No, uh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, how I view my overall happiness and stuff. Yeah. I, I have it in me in the capacity to, like, be like, yes, I am happy with how my life is going and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the dots haven't quite connected, like, on, in my heart. Because it's like... Uh, yeah, I feel the exact same way. 
like because i don't want to come across as like all oh, holier than thou in this yeah. conversation that like oh i i understand what happened i don't this season. i don't think i, no, I fully I, understand it i am honest. still like it in my like subconscious i know that i still have a, a long way to go in terms of like achieving happiness or yeah but you're happy. but you're going back around to uh, because yeah, exactly. you're now putting See, this like words. Yeah, you're putting this like race yeah 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 so yeah case in point that's where i'm but at the thing is doesn't <laughs> it does isn't there like quote somewhere i think i think it's from jar rule he says happiness is a choice i'm just kidding it's not jar rule. <laughs> but isn't it isn't it that ha- happiness is a choice like it's yeah. a choice you make every day um and i think i struggle with that sometimes because to what extent is happiness part within your control um if so if we if we take happiness as a as a state of mind or or a feeling that you have a feeling of contentment or long-term satisfaction right then that's contingent on so many external factors like your work-life balance your relationships in your life um the your health which you have no control over yeah exactly well right? you got some say i mean if you yeah. have if you have health you know yeah. stuff like that um the country you live in the money you can earn your earning potential the i don't know whether you live on a an urban or rural all these things and i mean you've as i'm saying listed them, off a, a base there's one of i think you've basically listed off the un's criteria happen i'll i'll go through it oh, right, okay but yeah so but then the thing that i struggle with is like yeah i mean on paper you've got control of all of those things right yeah. if you don't have work-life balance then quit your job and get a new job right or if you don't have healthy relationships then get rid of them and get yeah. new friends i mean yeah sure on paper that's how you would do it but that's not it's never that easy yeah and sometimes you don't have the the ability to go and quit and get a new job yeah. you maybe don't have the right skills and then maybe the answer then is okay we'll go back to school okay well then that's expensive and you have to pay money for that do you have the money to go get an education or get the degree that you dreamed of do you think like there's all these different ways that offshoots like these different branches that come off the tree that could enable you to get happy right quote happy you're not the maddest thing is that you've... i mean all of that is yeah. like yeah it's in your control but is it really and and i don't i, I wouldn't want anyone to feel like they this idea that happiness is a choice is so so clear cut that you it's it's all on you that you yeah, feel you know unhappy what? i do have to take that i guess I, and i guess this is a perfect example that i'm still trying to figure this whole thing out yeah so when sure. i was doing the research um obviously the happiest country at the moment according to the un's report i don't know for 2020 if they've published it but i know for 2019 it's finland and yeah. one of the things that Finland has done, because you just you mentioned um, not being able to study and stuff, they have free education and free tuition fees. Yeah, uh, there's so a lot of. Yeah. If somebody in theory wanted to change their career or like switch things up to be able to get more money, they can do it or, or get yeah. happy. It might. Where, I mean, it might just be that yeah, they're, they're top of their you know field in neuroscience, yeah. but they really don't. They want to be a writer. And then some of these. So it's just. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like some. And imagine as well. Some of these um, Nordic countries. I think Denmark. It says give, the top seven. So by the just to yeah. interrupt the the report you're talking about. So they do it in 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 retrospect. Has the so, 2021 come out yet? No, that's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah. They do in retrospect. They'll they'll release the 2021 and 2021. Oh, okay. That's not really weird. Um, the first seven are Nordic countries. Yeah, and they literally just swap the top spot with they each other. They just swap with each other. Yeah. And then, um, so imagine this, I think it was in Denmark specifically, I, 
the video that I was number watching. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> number two on the list. <laughs> so they give um two they give you basically two thousand pounds a month mm-hmm. for like it's called an education stipend. So it's just to keep you going whilst you're studying. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like you you try go to Universal Credit or the DWP and ask for money. So what? Like, don't get me wrong, they might give you a discount on a course or something, but it's not going to be a high caliber course. It'll probably be in a community college. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. You can go back to uni, get yourself like a, a master's degree. A master's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's mad because, and I guess that does kind of answer what too. you're saying that like it's not fully in your control. There are other factors and other players that can like yeah i mean it's all i think it's just very um elitist isn't the right yeah. word it's just it's very simpleton to say it's a choice Get, yeah. it's that it goes back to pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah, it's like well exactly. i mean I'm you're not, saying yeah. that i mean tell that to the single mother who's you know stacking shelves at night doing a full-time job yeah. in the day and do you know what i'm saying it's just like that's not there's more to it and the thing that. what you're saying about the education um i guess like subsidies is that it it reframes the purpose of education because i think a lot of the times we think that we need to get the education to then get the job to then get the money to then be able to be happy whereas education in and of itself should be a fulfilling pursuit yeah right that that we should want to learn (laughs) i mean that that's like so critical to our brain development our ongoing development as human beings and the fact that that, we just think it's just for getting a job or just to get more money is is Based, I mean that that's evident of how I guess lost we are as a culture yeah. that we don't that we don't value education enough and and that education could contribute to our happiness. Look, just on that as well, like we could probably do an episode. I feel if we did the research on education, like that's such a big topic and such a big yeah. discussion point. As you said, it should be for like the actual education itself, the fulfillment. But I've heard from like various teachers that are here on like LBC and that saying that. Um, they've changed the like the definition or the style of teaching Mm -hmm. so it's come it's now gone towards being more of like a transactional like students feel like they're customers or yeah um they just want to know what they can do just to pass the test rather than yeah that's how we felt no i felt like that in a massive way i was like what i'm learning all this stuff in biology and like none of it's going in my head i'm just learning it by according to the syllabus yeah exactly the teacher would literally pull up the syllabus we'd all have a copy of it yeah and we just tick the box when we learned yeah it. is that really learning though that's no, literally just getting past the past- damn thing yeah. what's a what's a cell again <laughs> well, chloroform oh, and all the geez. rest of that but yeah it's just it's kind of sad as well because it, it kind of i feel denigrates and takes away from that education yeah and then um and i see it as well and i don't know the, the complete ramifications but there's a lot of like cozying up to big business in this country yeah. in terms of like letting them have a big say in terms of like how people are educated so it's literally just becomes like you're in a factory uh-huh. yeah no case in point um i remember when you hear the term mickey mouse degree yeah yeah like that just says it all the attitudes as well towards learn it's it's nuts like mm. and yeah i guess yeah just I, we've gone off on this tangent but it's just to make the point that as you're saying, it's not completely in people's control. Like, oh, but before I lose track, what did you say about the the Nordic way of perceiving happiness? That okay, it's a- so in Denmark, there's um, <laughs> there's three things, but there's two main ones. So the main one, and I'm gonna butcher the the accent here, so forgive me. Oh, don't do the accent. No, well, no, the, no, like no. the pronunciation, rather. Don't do that. 
Or go, I need go to pronounce. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Just me. pull the plaster off. <laughs> so the. F- <laughs> okay, no, I'm only going to do two Danish words, and then I'll put the English one for the the second one. So in terms of happiness, they have liko or something like that, which is the elusive happiness, the happiness that people are always chasing, the fleeting moments. Mm-hmm. It comes and it goes. It's it feels euphoric. Like that's liko. And then there's just um what they what can be translated into just feeling glad or as you were saying like contentment. What's the word for that? I don't know the word for that. I've forgotten that one. Uh. Um and then another one which is kind of used as a tool which people might be familiar with it and it um it's actually born out of the fact that obviously the Nordic countries are much higher in the latitude. Mm-hmm. Isn't not longitude latitude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so they hashtag geography yeah so they're more predisposed to seasonal depression and winter Mm -hmm. depression so they had to like come up with a system to help fight that and one of the things that they've done to do that is they've i don't know if you've heard the word higa or yeah of course it's like a massive thing that's come over here yeah so higa is born out of the need to like basically keep people happy and it's like a system isn't it like a um like sort of translates to comfort comforting uh, yeah it translates to cozy is the closest yeah that's word. it cozy so i was looking at this house and i was like damn we've actually got a lot we've of we've achieved some heat yeah here. we got up in this a, bitch a lot of, and yeah <laughs> and i was gonna say um the danes are a bit unhappy about the way it's been appropriated and yeah no doubt like there's no, there's books all over the place yeah with um yeah, I mean, just trying to appropriate, of course. Yeah, so the main... So but can you tell me the principle? <laughs> so the it? main principle behind it is basically, like, warmth okay. and coziness and comfort. So, for example, lights, candles, which we've got a lot of here. Um, when we, like, we don't... We barely turn on our main light and we always just have, oh, like... like, lamps. Yeah, and, we have yeah. lamps and ambient lights. And they're very rarely, like, cold, bright... Like, like they're very, warm yeah, yellows. Yeah, exactly, okay. yeah. So what else do they do? Um, and then the other things as well is just like um, blankets is a big thing. Okay, um, okay. Like having sweets and stuff. And they're saying it's very similar to um, to bears. Because bears basically... Hibernate. The, yeah, they hibernate. But in order to do that, they make sure that they're comfortable and they like get the berries and stuff. And we put yeah. on weight, they put on weight. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And then a, there's a big social component in, in Higa as well. Uh-huh. Um, I'm really sorry to any Danish people listening. I I know I'm not pronouncing it right. Um, yeah, and then so what's it, the social component? So the social component, like spending time with each other. So if, for okay, example, us time. watching like TV together or yeah, playing a game, embarrassing or, bodies. I what's hate that show. The Naked right? Truth. What's the naked? The one, the one with the naked people. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not fun. Yes, yeah, so that's and then obviously like hot chocolates and just that feeling of warmth is essentially Higa. It's it's a it's a vibe, and it's about <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so millennial. Of you. <laughs> yeah, so it's that's it's it feeds into this because a big part of their um their happiness, as you said, the the other word that translates to glad is like they're not all out here trying to like be the big dollar man on campus like Mm. everyone just is like they want to hit that comfort threshold and they're very much about the work-life balance Mm -hmm. Higa obviously plays a big part into it oh yeah and for example another big part um minimalism is so we've got a lot of minimalist um i mean i disagree i could i could call a little bit more in this in this room if no i mean in terms of minimalist designed furniture do you get what Mm. i'm saying Mm mm-hmm 
Why? Please don't make us spring clean. I'm, 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 more, I'm not on it. <laughs> I'm just, but yeah, I'm just... Hold on one second. Also, the other thing, Tom, you were saying just before we went on, you were like, oh, I'm just trying to find out more about like any countries in Africa. I looked at the index and they don't hit the first 52 Can countries. I talk about the index quickly? They don't, they don't touch on it at all. It's, yeah. You don't see an African country until... Oh, God. Where is it? Like... I'm struggling. I'm I, now. I think the reason why they probably actually not even. So look, the these are the, um, the Libya. Six, Libya's yeah. number eighty. <laughs> That's <laughs> what. And now we've got to it. We've got to an African country. So the criteria for the UN, and this will just like help set the context and whatnot that we're operating in. So they say GDP. Pi per capita and that's an important distinction so like the reason why the uk or the us probably will never hit number one is because the wealth is concentrated mm -hmm. but when you do it on a per capita basis mm -hmm. i don't know how far we're going to fall down in terms of we're number 36 yeah well because it's probably think about it the wealth in this country concentrated heavily in like metropolitan areas oh wait no we're not hold on where are we lower sorry i was thinking london i looked at because there's another index so for cities yeah for cities and then there's another index for rural I yeah think. but yeah london's number 36 um but the uk is number 13 and the united states is number 18 okay fair enough yeah so says so gdp per capita healthy life expectancy um, freedom to make choices, social support, which is probably why these Nordic countries are cleaning up, mm. um, generosity, and then the absence of corruption. Hmm. So imagine you have to basically hit all six That's like of those a sliding on, scale yeah. on all of them. And then, yeah. So some countries will be better than better at others and yeah. vice versa. Like it's, and then what, and it comes out as an average. Yeah. So yeah. on average, the Nordic countries. So they're not like, you're not going to go there and see people like jumping around like Barney and no, it's going to no, be no. Kumbaya and not, not, but they just have the highest average, like across the board. Mm -hmm. um, so like, for example, GDP, like I'm sure some, the U S or some of the middle Eastern countries will knock them out of the park. But, then when you take it per capita it's... yeah yeah fair enough so but yeah just going back to that nordic model like it's very much a thing of from from what i gathered from all the research i did it's like they're not they they've, they've quickly worked out that yeah more money is not gonna um get you to where you want i think they've been listening to biggie because they clearly got the message about more money more problems <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah so <laughs> sorry. I can't, I, I can't, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, like everyone's just like on a chill vibe. Actually, there's like, there's part well. of part of this report, there's yeah. a chapter in there that says the Nordic exceptionalism. What explains why the Nordic countries are constantly among the happiest in the world. Yeah. So they've, they've acknowledged it in this report, obviously, because yeah. the previous reports for years on end just kept hammering well, it home just out of interest. so they've done a yeah. separate kind of sub, sub like a chapter within the report just on this phenomenon yeah wait just out of interest who's out who's like number six like a non-nordic country oh um let me go back hold on is it like new zealand or something because that is it new zealand <laughs> new zealand's up there for sure um who would it I, who, is, oh, yeah, okay so it's yeah, you're right. New Zealand. I, the top. Did I <laughs> <laughs> so number one to seven is the Nordics. And then um, number eight is New Zealand. And then Austria, Luxembourg, Canada, Australia, and then the UK. And then 
Israel is just after the UK. And then in my mind, I was like, uh, have you asked the Palestinians how they feel? Like, <laughs> when you're, when you're doing this research, are you looking at the occupied parts? Anyway, that's besides the point. Well, it's not, but... Um, I don't know. Just take this with a pinch yeah. of salt, I guess. So who, who? Because part of part of the report, right, is they're surveying, that they're, they're 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 looking at research, but I'm sure that there's parts that they're not looking into. One thing I came across when I was looking into that report, um, I saw something they mentioned that another good indicator in terms of like what what could be like how you can assess the overall happiness of the country is by looking at your immigrant community. Yeah, exactly. And seeing if, exactly. They, they say that if the immigrant community is happy, then it's highly likely that the rest of society will, well, be, yeah, happy well. the yeah, exactly. so exactly. like the will be happy as well. Well, yeah, because they're the most disenfranchised. Yeah, exactly. So it's like starting from the ground up type situation. So if you're taking care of the peeps that are new, don't quite know the system, and if they are happy, then it bodes well for the rest of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the rest of your country. Um, so yeah, I guess well, just generally, what's your thoughts on that whole Nordic way of life and and their well, approach to I happiness? I feel like it's uh, again, it's it's a little bit of um, not really in your control in some ways. Yeah, because like the perception of corruption in your country is it's basically like how much do you trust your government, right? It comes down to trust. Or it could be like literally us, like with contracts being handed out to like 21 million for securing PPE and all of this stuff like oh yeah no that's what I mean like trusting your government trusting yeah. that or, or trusting the institutions that when you report a crime it's going to be acted yeah. upon or you know that you're not going to be and, targeted uh, in any particular speaking way speaking of trust I remember again as well from the reports they were saying that well this guy was talking about the Nordic exceptionalism and whatnot, and he was saying that there they trust the government to protect them whereas in america they feel like they his perception of americans is they feel like they need protection from the government like the government is going to basically affect their happiness because they value their freedom more right whereas in nordic countries like they're do you get what i'm saying overall like yeah the thing in this report that's, I mean, obviously we'll link this in the description so you can have a look at the report itself. It's really interesting. There's all these different chapters. Um, it makes you think differently about your life as well, right? Well, just, what, yeah, factor, like factors of happiness that you don't really think of. Yeah, because we're all out here just trying to chase the, the band and then thinking that, yeah, that's going to, if you secure the bag, that everything's going to fall into place and it's, it's not. No, not, yeah. well, not if you live in an unsafe place or you don't have trust in your institutions yeah. or if you don't have trust in your relationships. But So they say that the second half um, of this kind of um, report kind of digs deeper and pays special attention to the effects of inequality that, mm-hmm. can, that, that would have an effect on your average happiness. Um, and basically the importance of social environments and social having a good o- social environment that can help to, to, to reduce inequality. Yeah. Um, and the this idea of well-being and inequality of well-being versus the inequality of income. So if you think of income inequality, we, that that's like you said, that's what we think of when we think of your ability to to get happy is yeah. you know whether you can like bridge that gap. But actually, can I buy a PS Five or PS <laughs> Five? Um, Still wishing for one. <laughs> but the well-being inequality is what is what's really important it just shows like again i'm not trying to go on the the socialism rant what it just shows that highly concentrated like 
highly concentrated wealth is not a good thing in society it's not yeah but what you're saying is like it's it's one factor though is yeah. the point so income inequality is one aspect yeah. but we should be more concerned about our inequality of well-being yeah so how how are you managing to get a work-life balance and i'm here slogging away or mm. how are you managing to spend more time with your kids or um i don't know being able to live in this certain place or or get a degree yeah. whilst working and you're able to do like how are you able to do the things you love or pursue your passions and yeah. i'm not it's like it's that thing it's that and it's that chasm that needs to be addressed Bruce, yeah so that i then can feel like i've got more well uh, high, my my well-being's increasing yeah um and i don't f- i don't know it's like keeping up we just need to flip the concept of keeping up with the joneses so we're not trying yeah. to keep up with your possessions but keep up with your life it's balance like, and your well-being like if you've got it all together and you're feeling like you've relatively good you know share the um, love <laughs> we'll just not look at it with envy obviously but yeah. look at it with like okay i need to get on that i need to whatever yeah. she's doing that's like enabling her to to be a, a parent and a you know and work or you know being able to work and get an education or being able to change her job on the fly yeah. or be able to live in a small house but a nice house or you know whatever that is that should be something we strive to not oh look for the person that's got a million yeah pounds like sitting around in a bank account for no reason i don't know Do you it know feels like it's being allowed to fester like this whole wrong way of looking at happiness and it's i don't know to what degree like superior like people wanting to feel superior plays a part in this as well do you get what i'm saying yeah because ultimately i feel like if you are in that position where you have achieved the you've gone past the financial threshold um i feel like it should be a thing of you know when you hear rappers say oh if i'm at the top what's the point of being there if my people are not there with me as well mm-hmm. like i feel like it needs to be that like you should turn around and be like okay what can i do to like what acts of charity or what can i do to help my society like raise up the the general level well, this is the thing or the that baseline? they say so the next step is to explore what determines well-being inequality and yeah. to see how the effects of misfortune on happiness are moderated by the strength and warmth of the social fabric yeah life evaluations are first explained at the individual level based on income health and a variety of measures of the quality of the social environment yeah. um but then there's certain risks that need to be considered like ill health yeah. or discrimination low income unemployment um, being separated from family or yeah. a partner, divorce, um, being widowed, uh, you know, having dependents. Yeah. Like there's there's different sort of um, I guess threats to that well being. Yeah. If you think of it, it's like kind of poking holes in it. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to. So they say the happiness costs of these risks are very large, especially for someone living in a low trust social environment. So yeah. you take all of that into cons- so what did, what do we just say? As so we said. The social environment you live in has to have trust. There has to be that that kind of trust in the institutions or Which trust there in, is in those countries. But yeah. Right. So there's that part and the the, the kind of the, I guess that safety net yeah. that that you have. But then there's also your personal circumstances, like your your health, uh, your quality of your relationships, whether you were widowed, like all of those yeah. kinds of things. Um, whether you're discriminated against in your social environment, mm-hmm. and and then the other things that kind of go back to, like, all kind of interconnects right because if you're unemployed there's there may be a few reasons for that it might be that you you can't find a job because that's what the market's saying or yeah it might be that um 
you don't have the skill set so then the question is okay could you get a skill set and could the government support you in getting that skill set so there's all those different factors um but if they but but the that concept of a low trust environment where you as people as a as a as a kind of there's consensus there that you don't trust your government um or you don't trust the police then that puts this kind of cap on your ability to achieve yeah. those other parts. Does it make sense? Like you could you could go get the job and you can go find a new husband yeah. or whatever. And if you're still living in a low trust social environment, there's only so far so, of, means so much in, happiness you can get from that. We're in real trouble then it's because I'm thinking ceiling. of like the anti-vaxxer movement, which is yeah. born out of like a major distrust in like institutions and governments and medicine and to get one and, and it's the, like, what they say in this report other areas as absolutely well. and what they say in this report is a, a trusting social environment does the most yeah to raise the well-being of of people in in distress um and and raise the happiness of people so basically have to, the the level of trust you have in your social environment is one of the bigger contributors to your happiness and therefore your well-being so we're properly because i'm thinking as well like some of the discourse that we see online like the the level of strife that seems to have arisen in society like even in this country like the way the north looks down on the south and vice versa well i don't look down on the north but you get what i'm saying like there's a hostility and rivalry and the culture wars yeah Yeah. like it that is like it's eroding it's not to say that you shouldn't you know that the, the, your income or that your the quality of your relationships aren't important yeah. it's just that 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 you know that's the glass ceiling yeah um so all the more reason to move Scot- to scotland <laughs> yeah they we'll do keep seem you like posted, a knife guys. yeah we, <laughs> we need to go up there honestly I know. Okay. well yeah i mean pandemic and all yeah anyway. i, I want to quickly now uh, cross over before we get personal i guess um from the nordic countries to another place um in the east this time called japan okay go on uh, so japan i came across they have don't they have a higher suicide rate well the nordic countries was oh i want to touch on that as well <laughs> i do want to touch on that so just quickly um they found so obviously these countries that we've talked about we talked about the nordic countries they also have some of the highest suicide rates um and the reason that the, the, how, the does, f- how does that work so the theory is is that it where there's higher levels of happiness um basically when you fall behind it feels worse it feels like it's compounded because it's there's more happy people to compare yourself against do you oh, get it so like fun. so everyone's all the downside Whereas to the these likes of us who are sort of all our expectations are low already so it's like you can't get any lower than this to <laughs> <laughs> get what i'm saying it's, which then oh, in an anti you know in an intu it was it in counterintuitive yeah counterintuitive way it basically stops people from so it's almost like they put themselves on a pedestal. Yeah, because essentially you as a society, I guess when you contrast yourself against the likes of like the US and and I'm sorry for shitting on them, but like you you feel like this sense of like, oh my days, yeah, we've cracked it. We're no, we know we're not going after the pursuit of money. We know we're going for the life balance. So when you do then experience some sort of hardship and you're in this environment where everybody's generally really happy and really satisfied and it's like the elite then when it comes you to... feel like it's you well yeah it, it basically as yeah. opposed to putting it on the low income and the poor 
you know, employment opportunities yeah. or... Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's there's less for you to blame it on because your society is like providing damn near everything you Ooh, need. okay. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's when... That's not fun. Yeah, it that is it's weird, but it, I guess it's like... It's the tr- the trade off almost. I don't. Maybe it can be cracked, but that's is, the theory behind Japan it at the saying? moment. So Japan's got this. Um, again, forgive me, Japanese peeps, for pronouncing oh, this dear. one wrong. What, what's he gonna do? <laughs> All right. So I, I've 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 read about this in depth, but I'm just gonna give the stripped down version. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called ikigai. Okay. You're so proud of saying that. Yeah, and it basically translates into having purpose. Mm-hmm. So the Japanese idea of like achieving happiness is around purpose. Um, so basically, there's four. It's is the Venn diagram the one with the circles, and then they overlap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's a Venn diagram. <laughs> sorry. Wow. I yeah. No. Me. Sorry. It's funny. Yeah. I got a GCSE in statistics. I oh, do this. you? Yeah. It was only a C, but forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, they got four, four. Um, four circles that overlap with each other that then create like sub I don't know what it's called when two circles in a Venn diagram overlap with each other overlap but there's overlap yeah so anywho so the at the top you've got um, to achieve happiness it has to be something you love yeah okay then it the next it has to be something the world needs okay yeah then it's something that pays you well they're about the dollar dollar bills out here they're not messing about and then because you know some people are like you don't need money to be happy and yeah, they're hippie yeah, yeah. dippy or whatever um, <laughs> and then finally something you're good at okay and then what they say is is that um, most people tend to, if that if they feel like they haven't achieved happiness they're between one of the two yeah okay so for example so you might be doing something that the world needs and that you're paid really well for but you don't really yeah. love it so essentially if you're if you're good at something and it's something you love so for example you're like a musician or and and but you are not getting paid as much um you base they basically say in that position you need to market yourself or know how to sell yourself to get paid well yeah for but your could services. you argue that that's not something the world needs because the music industry is saturated. But you'd be happy as a person. You've hit like three. Um, I, I think the idea is that you don't have to hit all three. Oh, okay. Obviously, if you can hit all three, like... It's, but you mentioned the, four. Well, yeah, I mean four. So if you can hit all four, then yeah, that's amazing. But you'd be better, better off for hitting three than you are hitting two. Got it. So, but then obviously if you hit all four, then you're in the, the golden spot. And the world does need musicians. Like people... Need oh no, I was being yeah, cynical. To get what I was, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah, of course. I'm just. Yeah. I was just giving like a devil's advocate. <laughs> and then the next one, so say because like the, you could argue that the only thing the world needs right now is a cure for cancer, cure for climate change, like yeah. the actual big stuff. Like my silly Billy podcast is not like doing something that the world no, needs, but, but I like I like no, doing it and whatever. I, I want to touch on on the needs <laughs> thing because that's 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 something that was addressed as well in my reading. So then the next one is well, if you've if you love something and you're doing something that the world needs, they basically say like you're, it's categorized as you're on a mission. Okay. Yeah. So um, they gave the example of like, say climate change activists. So they love yeah. um, trying to sort out climate change. They're really passionate about it. It's something yeah, like the world. Yeah, like those like teenage high school kids that have created a ocean yeah. rubbish vacuum. Yeah. You saw that? No, I haven't seen that one, but they, that sort they, of like, thing. 
they've created this contraption where they can go. I can't remember what the name is. I'm butchering it, but it can basically you can place it in the ocean. Yeah. And it can basically become like a Hoover and suck up all the plastic. Oh, there you go. That's signing the world. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but then the thing is, is that peeps in that position. Um, so that so it's called a mission. Um, and obviously they need to then get paid well. So yeah. what they would say the antidote to that one is to basically get better at your craft. Because the better you are at, like, either communicating your message or, like, being a better practitioner in whatever space we're talking about, should um, it's more likely to lead to your success, which is then more likely to lead to your overall happiness. Uh, so the next one is people that are good at the job, but then they're well paid, but they don't have any love and it's not necessarily anything that the world needs. So these pe- <laughs> this is apparently where most people are, um, and they're just summarized as professionals. Um, so the advice here is to basically go out and discover what to basically try new things and discover something that you might fall in love with because okay. right now yeah you're you're ticking the box you've hit the function you're, you've got a paycheck you've got a roof over your head but then there's no passion there's no zest there's no verb mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying so you're the type of person that you need to experiment so for example I need to like the collage that I'm, I'm trying to do or do you get what I'm saying just mm-hmm. do fun things do and fun just try things. and stumble across what you're passionate about and that will then lead to your happiness um does does that have to give you money or can you just do it as a hobby no well those people so the people in that position they're already well paid but it ideally yeah if it can be because that if they do find something and then that means they might flip from uh for example being good at something because they found it and then now they've got the love so that means they now need to learn how to market their skills to get well paid and mm-hmm. then do you get what i'm saying it's like it's a very fluid Oscillates, thing yeah, yeah you might switch from different points and yeah yeah and then the last one is basically you're well paid and you're doing something the world needs so that they're saying that's like a vocational type thing so that's like your plumbers or mm-hmm. um your teachers they're basically you're just doing something on a repetitive mm-hmm. um basis and then they're the cha- um the the advice is essentially to challenge yourself to mm-hmm. do better don't just get caught up in the humdrum because that's what can that's what those people because, can because risk. yeah because it's a vital um, yeah, service exactly or, or product or something that they're that they're contributing to so so it's not it's not like their work doesn't have meaning so yeah. it actually has more meaning yeah. than most right so right. that I found that really interesting and then mm. the one just going back to when we're talking about the the need quadrant um so our society today has kind of warped our sense of what we think the world needs and how we value what's needed in society uh-huh. um so that basically it and it's it also makes it makes it harder for people to work out what value they provide to the world so they don't actually they're not actually able to see that they are providing something that the world needs Go and ahead. that's because um number one more time than none these days we work in organizations that are so big that we feel like a small cog yeah and then another thing as well is just that um people tend to feel very disposable in their roles like they can just be dispensed and swapped in with somebody else so even though they're doing something that's like completely like valuable to the world and society at large and they're doing a great job the mere fact that they know that there's 200 other people that can do their same job kind of blinds them from seeing that they're actually doing they're bringing yeah and I think that kind of speaks back towards, remember at the start when I was saying that I feel like I understand happiness on a theoretical level, yeah. but it hasn't seeped into my subconscious. And I feel like that's 
that's speaking to that almost. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very, like, yeah, actually, I've never thought of the that that way. No, it's yeah. made me a bit depressed, actually. No, I mean, well, it should be... No, just... The, no, like, I'm kidding. But just this idea, like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. I It was just lucky that I got the job. Yeah. It's just that... Oh, the no, two, I didn't no, to make no, you feel like, sad. Because <laughs> like, 200, 200 other people yeah. just were applying to other jobs Yeah, and you hear whatever. these stories and, and it's could've... like... It makes you feel like crap because it's just like, yeah, this company can dump me at any time or when redundancies come around and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're on... Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The company, like... Shame. Or, like, if you flop on a project, like, you're going to get fired. Do you get this, like, the yeah. sword of Damocles over your head is just... it. it the whatsies of the head? You know that... um the basically it's um smart man what would you say what's the way i can put it do you remember the kanye west power video oh uh, come on no <laughs> why do you always have to reference rappers right go on so the sword of damocles is basically um you you're the king but you have this sword of your head that can drop at any time mm-hmm. um so it's basically like a how can i put it it's like a metaphor for like being in a position of high responsibility Mm-hmm. Like, everybody wants to sit in the throne, but can you actually take sitting in the throne? Can you handle the heat? Okay. And then that's what... So that's what's referred to as, like, the sword of Damocles. It's the sword that dangles above the head of the person. So, like, if something goes wrong, it's the person at the top that usually takes the fall, which is the reason why they're then compensated more. much more. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a sword of Damocles, essentially. But why is there a sword of Damocles on our heads? Well, I guess... No, I guess because where in this situation the way the reason why it still kind of applies is you're sitting in a position that anybody else can easily occupy and if you mess up the responsibility is on you so therefore you can be swapped out with somebody else it's not guaranteed that's so dark can we go back to the happy (laughs) stuff that's happy 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 whoop whoop oh we're all so happy okay (laughs) so but yeah no it just like i want to talk about something Okay, go on, hit me. But so, yeah, yeah go, go on. on, finish your thought. No, I just, yeah, I, that value one really and working out, I feel like that's a big blocker. A lot of people could be happy already where they are and already like doing things. Yeah, it's just, I, just it's it's something I need to meditate on. And then just one other point before you come in. Um, <laughs> going back to the Nordic one, that like... <laughs> the life balance situation Mm -hmm. i feel like another thing as well that can be like a quick fix is if people just basically take time to relax more Mm. because you're not so whipped up you're you're able to have like a sense of perspective and the fact that um holiday days are hard to come by in america and the fact that they're not as high on the list despite having vast sums of money and being the strongest economy in the world kind of speaks volumes but yeah those are the two points that's so true yeah, that's why whenever I've ever looked for a job, I'm like, 20 days, you're having me on. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm by all means, <laughs> 20 days be plus bank holidays. They act as if bank holidays are a perk. Yeah. The cheek sure. of it. The cheek of it. Oh, we pay maternity pay and we pay holiday. I'm like, yeah, because you're legally bound to, yeah. my guy. That's why it's important to protect workers' rights. Like, it's, yeah, man. It's vital. It's, it's, well, the thing is, it's is not just like pinching. you said, it's just been flipped on its head where yeah. we think that we owe them something. Like, no, we're contributing to, to the success of your business. Exactly. Or society we, as a whole. Not succeed unless you have people working there and here i am working and the yeah i mean there's all this job job i mean when i was looking for a job earlier in the year because you know pandemic unemployment ha 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 um <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like i i was very i was sort of looking at that stuff and saying okay because they would say oh you know you're 
a one hour break or 20, 20 days holiday plus eight and I'm thinking that's that's the legal requirement it's I don't know anyway but um what was I gonna say so the thing that hasn't been touched on I don't think it's I need to look more into the the, the report to see but the the thing that I haven't really heard of or I'm not seeing enough of maybe in this conversation is the concept of or the balance between happiness for your sake and happiness for other people's sake mm-hmm. so I feel like we skirted around it but yeah go on we're just going back to those those the, the importance of healthy relationships right yeah. and just this idea of of income inequality or well-being or low trust environments blah 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 yeah I mean it's all that's all good and fun and I think it's important to pursue those things for your sake because you will not be able to be a good partner or sister or friend or whatever to um, to the people around you if you're not yourself content yeah. and happy or striving for those things or giving yourself rest or giving yourself balance where you can or you know changing your circumstances where you can. But I think that the happiness in a in a large part is um is is provided to you or is gifted to you when you do things for others yeah headspace so they so every time that there's a meditation um they so you know they do this whole thing i sit down breathe blah blah blah. but they sort of get you into the right headspace they don't just say okay sit down right now breathe and you know you're floating you're floating it's none of that it's very practical and they sort of say okay right feel your body okay um, scan, do a body scan and then they say okay and now think about your intention for this meditation today what is your intention and then how the next question they kind of give you time to reflect and then they say well how will that help how, how will this benefit others around you how yeah. will this help others in your life how will you doing this meditation help others and I used to always uh, be sort of taken aback by that question every day because I would think gee like it's not just me doing this for my sake it's the fact that if i'm a more relaxed yeah and peaceful this is why it's important being i will be i'll I'll be a better wife i'll be a better you know um employee i'll be a better friend you know because i'm i'm just more chill more zen more relaxed less wound up or nervous or anxious um i'm able to be more resilient or you know be feel more grounded i don't know I thought that was a really interesting take on it. I'd never really heard of um, the benefits of meditating yeah. as being something that was that would go beyond myself. But they they're very big on that. That if you can center yourself and and take almost take responsibility for your for your own mind, like stop being so influenced by by all these external forces. Why don't you have a have some time to yourself? This is this is some sacred ten minutes in your day where you can focus on yourself and try and become a better human being and you will you will emulate that it will radiate off of you that yeah. you know if i'm a more relaxed i don't know just better to be around you you'd want to be around me more yeah. right because good good energy gravitates good energy mm-hmm. i don't know it would just encourage you to be more relaxed or i would just have a different perspective next time you're stressed it can give you more balanced advice yeah. because i focused on that myself or whatever um, and then obviously you go into the more practical stuff around charitable acts and giving, volunteering. Like these are all ways, proven ways to actually increase your well-being um, or your self-esteem yeah. to actually help other people, right? No, it's so important, honestly. Like I, I, as I said, I was trying to find 
other world examples so obviously i found the nordic and japanese one so i tried to look for african ones and one that i came across was from nigeria and i, I didn't get time to really dig down into it but it's called ubuntu i hope i've not pronounced that one wrong forgive me <laughs> That's no, three times. i don't know you're good, you're yeah, good. <laughs> i don't know if it's yoruba or Igbo or like just forgive me oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, that again focuses the the idea behind that one is to not focus on your own happiness but the, ap- the happiness of the community mm. and those around you um and uh, yeah i feel like what you're saying definitely does speak to that like it is it's that whole <laughs> i know it's used in like trickle down economics like oh you that you you give the money to business and then it will trickle down well the same could technically be applied in terms of like happiness there's yeah. like a trickling effect or my cup runneth over um yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. like if my cup is full my cup i will, I will be it. in abundance it will be able to then spill over into other people and if ideally if all of our cups are full then we will be able to spill like even more love and, and happiness and like there's this whole thing of like when you pull resources mm. like when two people come together in agreement like the like do you get what i'm saying there's a there's a real power in coming together mm. that i think is so so highly underestimated and, and it's, it's but it's not focused on in countries yeah, like ours especially because like we're, we're so like, individualistic yeah exactly that's exactly what i was gonna say we're so individualistic it's it's like we're, we're supposed to see each other as like competitors and like i'm gonna get mine you better get yours type of thing mm. or like do you get what i'm saying yeah. like it's it's so like our- and we give ourselves a pat on the back yeah. when we when we give two pounds to Oxfam. It's like that. That should just be a given. That yeah, should that just should be, be what, what we do as standard as culture as, as a culture. That yeah. it actually we see it as a benefit. Oh, one to good us thing, by the way. Apparently, during the pandemic, this country um, came out like I think it was either number one or number two for generosity during the pandemic. I'm not. Look, I'm not saying we. I mean, yeah. we come through for the for the children for the children. <laughs> Marcus no, Rashford, say, yeah, am exactly, I right? Yeah, I think that probably tipped it like, over the edge. Yeah, I feel like we we, we <laughs> band together when it counts on like, but but this is the thing, Tom. Yeah, not not to like crap all over that effort because I, I mean like, there's real good intention there, for, for nationwide, right? Yeah, but it was rooted in the government's inability to do their job, right? Yeah, do you see? Comes back to the lack of trust in the social environment. Yeah. So we banded together almost as though creating our own safety Sometimes net for, I the, feel like for the children in the summer and then yeah. campaigning again in October to try and, you know, we will not let the children starve, right? But but that that anger, that was born out of anger. Like, we will not let this happen yeah. because you failed as a government. Yeah, because they didn't want right? to pass the legislation. And sometimes, I was just going to say, sometimes I feel like, are they not aware of this? Because I'm like, if me and you are aware of this and we're just two peeps in West London right now, and they've got all these scientists and behavioural peeps and experts on experts on experts, membership at the UN and like a seat at the table of the peeps that then go on to produce these reports. And then you still don't take this seriously? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry, sorry. Pardon what? Like... I've, I go... I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I think there's, there's loads of people that don't And that you don't get see paid it. to care. Um, like, you get paid to make society better. Yeah. And you're not technically doing your job like what is your priorities out here like i was i was thinking about this um like years ago i was like oh is that the reason why um there's uniforms because i was like i I don't know i was i I don't smoke weed but it was probably one of the trippiest head trip moments i've ever had in my life i was breaking down the word uniform i was like uni (laughs) means one 
And this then thing, Tom doesn't need drugs. He just and then, he just sits there for a minute and he <laughs> and he goes off on one. And I was like, okay, uni means one, and then form as in formation. <laughs> I was like, okay, one formation. A uniform basically makes everybody look the same. I guess the the wider point that I'm trying to make is like there's something there in like community and being one with each other. Oh jeez. Like and I know how, like that how was how the did most... we get here? Guys, listen <laughs> listeners. Let's just just no, focus but I on mean, my voice. Like, We're gonna get through this eventually. That that is that's I know it's so like abstract, but I feel like that's so symbolic of the fact that us being individualistic too much is not necessarily a good thing and that we do need to think about the collective good more so and prioritize that and i know and hey if you if you want a little dose of individualism then the way forward is to like fill your own cup be happy yourself and then you'll be in a position to help other people so i'm not saying abandon yourself and your own your own self-interest but do you get what i'm saying like yeah no don't yeah. be a hero like and it, it 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 can if you take care of yourself initially you'll then have the bandwidth to then take care of society. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. So, uh, I'm just... I'm, Cute. What? No, yeah, no. That's nice. Yeah, nice, see, look, nice I, I, I mean, I, I brought it back. Um, I, I brought know, it back. But the struggle to get there. <laughs> you really hate, like, Wait. metaphors and, like, abstract stuff. Anyway. <sighs> I tried, guys. It's a journey. And I, I just hope, my like, that my, my... As I said, and I, I hope this for everybody else, that... It goes from being just a like theoretical thing and we can actually take it into our subconscious. So like yeah. the next time I do hear that fifty cent line where it says, <laughs> If I die today I'll be happy how my turn my how my life turned out, I'll be like, Yes, fifty, I am happy how my life turned out. Because isn't it there's another part that it's almost part of happiness is um not holding gratitude. Yeah, exactly. And just We didn't even touch on those. That's true. Yeah, but go on, sorry. Well, it's I won't so waffle big. on it, but it's yeah, exactly. It's just huge. too. Let's talk. Let's do another episode on gratitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gratitude, education. My goodness, this no, is but such I think gratitude's a really interesting one because it's also a, a cure for a lot of ailments. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was just gonna say that there's um a a, a big part of this is the pressure we put on ourselves to to be something or do something. Yeah. And I think what I'm slowly realizing is just to take that pressure off like take take the accelerator off like take your foot off the accelerator and like just cruise man it's not i I don't know what we're striving for here what 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 are we trying to get to what checkpoints are we trying to achieve like the life is now the the, answer feels so simple but it feels so hard to do at the same time i don't know do you get what just be just be and Yes, have goals. Have goals and <laughs> and do what you can to achieve those goals. Yeah. But those goals have to be because they they like they mean something to you or they mean something to the world um or you think you can really provide value by doing those things. It can't just be get more money for more money's sake, you know, or so you can buy the Lamborghini like the Lamborghini. <laughs> what I don't know. I'm, and I'm not also taking away from the fact that like that might bring someone true happiness yeah. that, that might bring someone, someone value. Might be a car enthusiast exactly like, like if you I have a real appreciation for engineering yeah. or design or whatever that might be but I, th- I don't know yeah there's there's a lot we can sort of take to reflect on to say well what what do we define happiness as or who who has led us astray in our understanding of happiness can i just can i just drop this picture that's in my head i imagine it's like you know if you're a chef and you've got a dish up a plate mm-hmm. um for for your client or customer i don't know what chefs call their peeps 
patrons or whatever. Jeez. Like, I feel like it's as simple as, like, putting, like, maybe with a one piece of meat. And you know when they just, like, have those, like, little streaks of, yeah. like, f- flavor on the side. It feels like... They get the little spoon and yeah, they just do a little, little I feel dash. like happiness is, like, it's, it's such a simple thing. It shouldn't be overcomplicated. It's just put that there, okay? Is that, That's there. It's nice, okay? And then just take just a little teaspoon and just spread that Whoop. and then that's it and then you're now free to now share the love with other people but i feel like we're all out here like bunning up the kitchen it's like pots and pans are flying like people are trying to add flavor and it's like you're just doing too much just steak on the plate little sauce or veggie on the plate cauliflower steak I oh saw my god that, that that these me metaphors but, are yeah. losing me <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we can thread this No, because like you, that's not going to work because you're forgetting the chaos in the kitchen is what brings you the steak and the veg and the sauce. That's what happens. Well, then that's it's why it's so loud. That's why they close the doors. Well, then I'd say, look, okay, you want to go from being the loud chef in the kitchen uh, to just being the no, nice, No, we've lost one. it. No, we I haven't lost it. I was onto something and you're interrupting me anyways. <laughs> what was I saying? Anyway, so just check out your definitions of happiness and look at what influenced that definition and then t- try and figure out why you don't feel happy for whatever reason and don't look at that from a judgmental place or oh, I'm not happy because I'm a shit person or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing enough or I'm, I'm, I'm not enough just take just look at it from an, a, a bird's eye view don't don't bring yourself to the table just look at the situation for what it is without the judgments and the preconceptions that you're bringing to it and and yeah just i think just analyze it just look at it with a fair with a fair view and then mm. i'm i'm i mean i'm doing that at least I'm, I'm looking at like i've got this um uh that yeah this thing i do every day i'm looking at okay well what 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 did i do today and what could i've done better um and then just looking at it and say okay well i did i did what i could you know i didn't manage to do everything i wanted to do that day but i did enough and that was fine right and just constant it's like a constant reminder and check-in to just say you're doing good girl like it's not you don't need to be i don't know just putting all this pressure on yourself the world is putting enough pressure on everyone anyway yeah you know and i just think we just love to do this to ourselves too it's this really punishing process um in the in the pursuit of false happiness i don't know yeah what, what we perceive as happiness right and i don't know i'm not i just i I'm becoming more and more disillusioned with the idea and I just think we need to just figure out a way that we can just be and cruise just just cruise and see life what it is because it might it might end tomorrow and like that's I don't know rather than saying oh I lived a life where I became a really influential so-and-so and I you know had millions of pounds and I and I retired my parents early and yeah. I bought everyone houses or whatever you know whatever those things might be I would much rather say I lived a life where I didn't shit on myself the whole time. Yeah. Right? And I like loved myself yeah. and I gave myself breathing space and I was a good person to myself and my relationships and my community. Yeah. I'd much rather have that than than that I achieved XYZ yeah. or like got the Lamborghini. Do you know what I'm saying? The Borghini. Because I feel like the whoever the person that will get me there is not gonna be too kind to herself because she'll be putting so much pressure on herself to get the next house or retire the and other then, parent. Then tying it back to last week's episode, you're gonna be bringing that same energy to your kids. Hell you yeah, man! Them, like, like, yeah, the, what what <laughs> success looks like to your kids and how you're projecting that onto your kids because you can achieve X Y Z. So now you're projecting onto your kids. Yeah, I feel like 
the person that will get me the material success is not going to be very kind to herself. Yeah. And the person that will get me kindness and, and I don't know, free thinking and, and peace and just contentment might not be very rich. But like that's that's got to, I don't know, I'd rather that. But anyway. I want to end by shouting out the country of Bhutan for putting this whole like thing on the map. Because I think it was... They're not even on this list, you know? Yeah. But no, I know they're not on the list, but there was it they they had like a king or someone back in the day that decided that he wasn't going to me- um, measure his country's happiness based on GDP, but it was no, actually... No, he, he wasn't going to he wasn't going to measure the country based on GDP, but he yeah. was going to measure the country based on happiness. Yeah, and I feel like that's actually... That little move has actually trickled and yeah. has caused decent discussions. So yeah, I just want to shout out shout to... Shout out to Bhutan, shout Bhutan. out to our country Bhutan. I, I, I don't know shout about out. modern day Bhutan, but whoever made that decision back then like, yeah shout yeah. out to you yeah like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are you trolling me so much <laughs> anywho guys shout out it. to our bros in Bhutan okay. hashtag bros in Bhutan such <laughs> a troll alright guys thank you very much for listening I hope that that gave you some food for thought I certainly feel fed um, <laughs> okay okay bye guys this has been fun Tom <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. See, see you later, everyone. Yeah. See you on the next one, um, which I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>